Hello, everyone. Welcome to Minghui Radio, bringing you podcasts of stories relating to the persecution of Falun Gong in China, insights and experiences gained by practitioners during the course of their cultivation, special items of interest, and music composed and performed by Dafa practitioners. The following is an experience sharing article from the 20th China Fahui on Minghui.org entitled Never Slack Off by a Falun Dafa practitioner in China. The English translation was published on the Minghui website on November the 9th, 2023. Greetings, Master. Greetings, fellow practitioners. I began practicing Falun Dafa in 1997 and I'm now 62 years old. Far rectification is about to end, and I feel an urgent responsibility to save as many people as possible. Master said in teachings at the conference in Los Angeles, quote, Be sure not to become lax. You must not slack off, and you must not become apathetic, unquote. Part 1 Clarifying the truth during the pandemic. The COVID pandemic intensified in my county in October 2022, leading to a strict lockdown. People were isolated in their homes and could only go out for COVID tests every day. Due to mounting pressure, certain areas partially reopened one month later. However, As December arrived, the outbreak rapidly escalated. The once crowded streets, supermarkets and other public places were deserted due to the increasing number of people who showed positive test results. I called my friends and family and reminded them to sincerely say, Falun Dafa is good. Truthfulness, compassion, forbearance is good. They assured me that they had been saying it every day. My parents-in-law are both in their 80s. My father-in-law had a tough few days, but his symptoms were not severe. On the other hand, my mother-in-law didn't experience any discomfort. She confidently said, I recite the phrases every day, and I'm perfectly fine. One day, my husband, who was not a practitioner, felt weak and was in pain. He asked me to eat in another room, but I didn't. I reassured him that I wouldn't be infected. I also read Master's article, Stay Rational, to him. Master said in the article, quote, But a pandemic like the current Chinese communist virus, or Wuhan virus, comes with a purpose behind it, and it has targets. It is here to weed out members of the party and those who have sided with it. Unquote. He also said, quote, True Dafa disciples have higher energy and are able to destroy karma and germs. They are emissaries of salvation in these latter days and bring their wisdom to bear upon saving people as they share truthful information related to our practice. Unquote. My husband was relieved to hear my words and said, I know we'll be fine. He soon recovered. Several practitioners in our fast study group experienced various levels of discomfort. 
Some believed they were infected and felt confused. I visited each one and we read the FAR and discussed the situation. They remembered the FAR principles and strengthened their righteous thoughts. They soon recovered and kept doing the three things. One morning, my co-worker called and said, Our family tested positive. How are you two going? My husband replied, I had mild symptoms, but I'm fine now. Nothing happened to my wife. She's in contact with patients every day, but she remains perfectly healthy. She seems immune to viruses. My co-worker said, I don't think she'll be infected. Falandafer is so powerful. I'm convinced it's good. Falandafa teaches us to become better and more selfless people. Faced with the ongoing pandemic, we practitioners cannot just stay home. We must go out to save people and offer them hope. When our area partially reopened, practitioners seized the opportunity to distribute calendars and materials which had information about Falandafa. Since there were no practitioners in most of the surrounding rural areas, three of us decided to drive to the countryside. Along the way, we told people about Falandafa, offered them calendars and amulets, and encouraged them to quit the Chinese Communist Party CCP and its affiliated organisations. We clarified the truth to the people stationed at the village entrances and we sometimes received permission to enter. Most villagers were receptive when we told them about Falandafa. After we distributed materials to an entire village, one of the residents showed us how to exit from a different intersection. When we reached the exit, we noticed about seven or eight villagers sitting outside a small store. They seemed to be waiting for us and they eagerly accepted the calendars and pamphlets. The store owner said, Please give me all the good things you've brought. I have many customers, and I will distribute them for you. You've come all this way to share the truth for our benefit, and aren't afraid of anything, so I must do something too. When two of the villagers saw that I was a little hesitant about giving her the few remaining booklets, they both said, Please give the items to her. She's a wonderful person and will help you distribute them. As we headed to the exit, the villagers called out, Thank you. Please come often in the future. Their pure and kind hearts touched us. Over the years, we've tirelessly shared the truth, village by village, house by house, and it has not been in vain. We are fully aware that without Master's compassionate protection, it would have been impossible for us to come this far. We sincerely appreciate the blessings given by our compassionate Master and Falandafa. We also feel a greater sense of responsibility to save all sentient beings. Part 2. Master's New Articles When Master published the article, How Humankind Came to Be, on January 20, 2023, 
the heavenly mysteries of the universe and human beings were revealed. Whenever we clarified the truth, we brought Master's two articles, How Humankind Came to Be and Why Save Sentient Beings. After clarifying the truth, we offered people these articles and said, Please read these and share them with your friends and family. By doing so, you are doing good deeds and accumulating virtue. Be sure to treasure these articles. Everyone assured us that they would. A few days ago, we talked with people who were working near the road and encouraged them to quit the CCP and its affiliated organisations. They all withdrew, except for one. When we offered them Master's recent articles, they were very receptive. They said they would read them during their breaks. We emphasised, please cherish them and don't casually leave them laying around. Before we left, the supervisor said he wished to watch the CDs, but we didn't have any copies with us. We promised to return the next day and bring some. The following day we brought them several CDs. The workers were delighted and the supervisor said, Yesterday we all watched what you gave us. The content is truly insightful. We are going to another work site soon and the area is hazardous. I instructed everyone to read Master's new articles. This morning they all put on the Falindafa amulets that you gave them. The workers told us, See, the items you gave us yesterday are neatly packed in the bag. We won't leave them lying around. I noticed that the truth-clarifying materials were on the driver's side, so I placed the CD with them. As we were leaving, they all thanked us. We were happy for them from the bottom of our hearts, and we knew they were moved by Master's immeasurable compassion. Part 3. A level 7 gale didn't deter me. One day in March this year, the weather was freezing cold and windy. The practitioners who were supposed to go out with me couldn't make it. I was determined not to let anything stop me from saving people. So I headed out. My family members later told me it was a level 7 gale. An unusual occurrence in our region. The strong winds rattled the buildings on both sides of the road and it seemed something might fall at any moment. The streets were nearly deserted. I noticed an older woman, approximately 70 years old, attempting to cross the street. She was struggling to maintain her balance in the strong wind. I approached her and asked, Why are you outside in this weather? She explained, I'm visiting my daughter from the countryside for a few days. I wanted to take a walk after dinner but I didn't anticipate it would be so windy today. I helped steady her and said, It's destiny that we've met today. Have you heard of Falindafa? She said, Yes, I've heard of it. Someone in our village practiced years ago. I explained, Falindafa is a practice rooted in the Buddha school. It is based on the principles of truthfulness, compassion, forbearance. It's not as portrayed on TV by the CCP. More than a hundred million people practiced Falindafa. Its popularity made Jang, the former head of the CCP, jealous. 
Zhang initiated the persecution and ordered the staged self-immolation incident on Tiananmen Square. I explained why the incident was staged, and she understood. She said, I think you are a good person, I replied. I am a Falun Dafa practitioner. I gave her an amulet and encouraged her to recite the nine words. I also suggested she quit the CCP and its affiliated organisations to ensure her safety. I explained, there have been numerous natural and man-made disasters recently and the pandemic is deadly. Since the CCP seized power, it has initiated various campaigns that resulted in the untimely deaths of around 80 million Chinese people. The CCP has committed numerous bad deeds and divine retribution awaits it. When we became part of its organisation, we made a vow to dedicate our lives to it. When heaven eliminates the CCP, we can be implicated for its crimes unless we renounce the oath we made. She responded, I joined the young pioneers. Please help me quit. She carefully placed the amulet in her jacket pocket. She repeatedly said, You are so kind, and I'm so grateful to have met you today. I continued walking toward the busiest intersection of the town. Just as I reached it, a man in his forties or fifties approached me and asked, Do you know where the bus station is? I sensed that this was a karmic connection arranged by Master. I decided to accompany him to the station. I cheerfully responded, The bus station is still a bit of a walk. Let me take you there. He gratefully said, Thank you so much. We chatted as we walked. He explained that he had been working in another city for years and planned to return home to visit his elderly father. However, he couldn't find his way. I commented, It's fate that we've crossed paths. I want to offer you something valuable. I handed him a Falun Dafa amulet and explained that it would help him keep safe. He accepted it happily and recited the words on it. I then explained about Falun Dafa and he happily agreed. As we approached the station, he suddenly asked me, My father is a CCP member. Can you help him quit the party? I replied, only if he agrees to it. He explained, we live far from here and it's unlikely we'll meet again. My father will definitely agree. He's long been disillusioned by the CCP and often said how dishonest and harmful it is. I can guarantee that he'll agree. I told him, when you return home, Please tell him everything I told you today so that your father can agree to quit the CCP from his heart. He provided me with his father's real name and earnestly asked me to help his father renounce the CCP. I gave him some materials. As he entered the station, he said, It's so cold and you accompanied me to the station. You're very kind. I'm truly thankful to you and Darfur's master. Whenever you have the chance, come to my home and I'll prepare something delicious for you. My eyes welled up with tears and I felt Master's immense compassion. I walked back home against the gale. Before reaching home, 
I clarified the truth to two more people and helped them quit the CCP. It was noon when I returned. Although it was cold, I was happy. Seeing my flushed face, my husband asked, There's hardly anyone on the streets in this weather. Look how cold you are. Come to the heater. I replied, I didn't go out in vain. I told him I talked to many people and he was delighted. Part 4 A retired police station chief quits the CCP. This June, another practitioner and I went out to clarify the truth. We rode our electric bicycles and whenever we encountered people, we stopped and talked to them. When we reached a residential area, two people were waiting for a bus. The other practitioner approached the young lady and I approached the man who appeared to be in his 60s. I warmly greeted him and he put down his phone. I asked, Do you have a DARFA amulet? I can give you one. He responded coldly, What's the use of that? I believe in nothing except for myself. I asked, So you're an atheist, right? You don't believe in God or Buddha? He said, No. I don't believe in God. Have you ever seen one? I said, have you ever wondered how nature came to be? The seasons, spring, summer, fall and winter. Rivers, lakes, seas. The entire ecosystem, even the orbits of the nine planets in the solar system. Who is responsible for ensuring us such regularity? Indeed, is beyond human capability, so there must be a higher and more intelligent being than us humans in charge. Let's refer to this being the awakened one or God. Think about it. The air, radio waves and cell phone signals, they exist, but we can't see them with our naked eyes. Can we claim that what we can't see doesn't exist? He chuckled and said, You seem to know a lot. I replied, It appears you are a high-ranking officer. He replied, If I tell you my former occupation, you might not want to talk to me anymore. I reassured him, In any case, I've already shared quite a bit today and you seemed to be a kind-hearted person. He said that he was the chief of the police station in a township during the years when the persecution of Falun Dafa was at its peak. I asked, so you were involved in the persecution? He explained, I believed that Falun Dafa practitioners were not bad people, so I only told the officers to keep an eye on them. Later, I took on a director's role in another township and eventually retired from the police department. I told him more facts about DARFA and encouraged him to quit the CCP. At that moment, the bus arrived and I swiftly provided him with a pseudonym for quitting the CCP. He agreed, took an amulet and got on the bus. He smiled and exclaimed, Goodbye. Thank you. Thank you. That morning, we clarified the truth to over 20 people and persuaded 15 or 16 to renounce the CCP. In the process of clarifying the truth face to face, my cultivation has improved, no matter how dire the situation. I firmly believe in Master and Darfa and handle challenges calmly. There were instances when I was reported to the police 
and others attempted to photograph me with their cell phones, yet, under the compassionate protection of Master, the dangers smoothly passed. Reflecting on my more than two decades of practicing Falindafa and measuring myself against the far, I knew there was a substantial gap between my current state and Master's expectations. I will use my time wisely, study the far well, look inward and save more people. Thank you for listening to the Minghui Radio Podcast. For more information, including news about the persecution of Falun Gong practitioners in China and experience sharing stories by practitioners around the world, please visit our website at en.minghui.org.